0: Everybody. welcome back to Binging Batch, what should be your favorite Bachelor Recap podcast. I am your host, Laura. As you know, it has been the Laura and Guest show all season long and it is finale night. So to honor that, we have a very special guest tonight. You may not be surprised. It is your favorite old friend, Logan, back in the saddle again.
1: <laughs> wow! Thanks for having me back. It's uh, it's a great pleasure to be here. I uh, can't wait to talk about some Matt James.
0: Had to bring it full circle. Get you right back in.
1: We had to. It, it was only. It was the only appropriate guest.
0: <laughs> um. Before we get into the actual episode, I mean, we can talk about this later. But have you enjoyed the season up until this point? Where were you at leading into the finale?
1: Okay, so I'll be completely honest. Um if I remember correctly, I've honestly I I haven't minded it. Now, there are a few key moments about the season that I disliked, um but um for the most part I didn't hate it, but like there yeah, there were just some things I didn't like, like i mean how do you want to do this are you are you trying to do like a season and review do you want to do that at the end like how how do you want to or are we just throwing takes out there
0: we could throw takes i was gonna say just leading into the finale what were your expectations were you enjoying yourself were you like god i want to end this because that's a little bit where i was
1: (laughs) uh i'll be honest the past couple of episodes i've kind of just had on in the background I haven't really been fully invested, uh, especially last week's episode. I didn't even really watch, to be honest. I just kind of forwarded through most of it. Watched the conversation with his dad, just because that's what everybody was talking about. Um, and and yeah, I mean, a lot of the dates. I Honestly, I have found myself this season forwarding through all the dates and just... And, and just soaking in the drama in between the dates, because that's what you, huh, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe if that's not the right take, but that's what you want, right? You want the drama in between the dates, right?
0: I mean, yes, but I also feel like we didn't get it. We had too much drama and not enough dates, like on whatever uh, the women tell all we saw all these dates. So we didn't get a C and I'm like, okay, we could have cut out hours of Victoria MJ, Decenia, all that bullshit, and I would have rather seen them doing stupid shit and maybe talking to The Bachelor.
1: It it honestly feels like forever ago that Victoria and MJ and and all of those honestly, the first half of the season was just drama, 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 drama. And honestly, like I don't feel bad for the producers, but like when making like promos for like next episodes they've tried to make it be as dramatic as possible when it's been pretty mellow ever since Victoria and the other drama causers went away i mean we had a pretty decent now i'm saying pretty decent group of girls the all the troublemakers were gone N- we initially it out within the first three or four weeks, I'll give Matt credit where he really just did. He didn't really fuck around with the drama much. He, I, I was telling my roommate tonight that I was like, you know what? One thing that Matt did do right is he really was pretty, pretty honest with people. If he wasn't feeling it, he just sent their ass home. And, and honestly, I, I respect it. So yeah, the, the back half of the season, while it was probably the more mature half of the season, it, it was just, eh, it was just mellow for me
0: i feel like i kind of get that way every season like as much as i'm like we spent way too much time on the drama when we don't have it i'm kind of like boring they're just gushy and in love
1: (laughs) yeah i mean with with rachel and michelle being the final two yeah it, it was just mushy gushy in love like i love you you love me uh type shit and and here we are with neither one of the relationships working out (laughs) um i I feel like this show sucks man
0: (laughs) (laughs) it does i've said it before and i'll say it again as much as i am the complainer like i just did two seconds ago about the gushy love stuff i want a classic season where somebody finds love and there there's no one coming back there's no one going after people there's nothing out of the ordinary we don't get just we're together at the end. I want a normal we're engaged We're in love. We move on with our lives.
1: Yeah. I mean, it. it's honestly, it's honestly tiring. I mean, my first season was pilot Pete and <laughs> that didn't work out. Then my next season was listen to your heart. Not even that. Well, actually Chris and Bree, I think are still together.
0: Mm-hmm, I think, that's um,
1: so. But besides them, Claire, the like Taisha, well, Taisha and Zach are probably I think still together. Yes, but we really haven't gotten. I guess Tasha's the most real thing we've gotten. Ex- if you, but a lot of people probably don't count that, considering Taisha had to come in and save the day after week three for Claire. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I want next season, I want a classic love story. I want I want it to work out for somebody, like honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I I don't want it to be the most dramatic season ever. I want some people, a definite villain, I want some definite dudes that I love and I want someone to find love in the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, like is is it that much is it that much to ask for? I I just want uh,
0: I, I saw a tweet tonight that it was like, can we stop having people go on this show just for fame because then they end up winning and it was like the last maybe four-ish people like Jed, Rachel um, somebody else was on there I don't remember and I was like, exactly like, if you're gonna go on the show, I mean, yes, you're gonna get insta-boosts and you're gonna get all these ad deals but like, then they end up at the end and they're like, oh fuck, didn't want to be yep. here didn't want to do this and I don't care about you.
1: Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I, I I don't have much to say here.
0: <laughs> it just, yeah. What the
1: whole thing think, has been
0: tiring. I feel
1: <laughs> like you said at the top, what do you think? Um, what did you think of this three hour finale? I,
0: I thought, well, I guess kind of diving in, I thought the stuff with his, family was really good I thought I'm besides his mom looking like Cruella DeVille I thought (laughs) (laughs) um, that she I mean and then she had a lot more emotion behind her than I thought she was gonna bring because I thought she kind of looked like she was gonna be a hard ass for a little bit but then you know she was crying for both of them and I was like what are we doing here but I thought the stuff with Michelle like that date went great I was not convinced it was going to go as well with Rachel. And then she kind of flipped it around and they were crying again. And I don't know. I guess I always thought deep down that Rachel was going to win. I did not expect him to drop Michelle the way that he did. And I loved him the whole season, mostly. But then when he finally came down to it and he was like, wait a minute maybe I have daddy issues. Maybe I can't be engaged after the going on this show that the whole point of going on the show is being engaged. Then I was like, Matt, what the fuck you been doing here?
1: Catherine made the same point. I FaceTimed her uh, shortly after the actual episode ended before the uh, final Rose thing. And she said, clearly he's got, an issue with people who rush proposals yet. He went on a show, which rushes proposals. So like you just said, what the hell you've been doing, dude, you just thought you were just going to get to make out with a bunch of chicks. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I don't think Matt's that guy, but
0: I don't think he is either. And I think, but then it kind of come back to he's best friends with Tyler. Tyler went through it. He knew what it was like, like, did he really think he was going to get on the show? All of a sudden, all of his issues with his upbringing and his parents were going to just magically go away because he's just blindsided by hot chicks. And then he was going to be ready to be married at the end of this.
1: Yeah, I I honestly thought he was going to I saw this ending two ways. I saw it ending with him picking Rachel and then him dropping her because of the whole incident or him picking Michelle and sticking with it. And they'd still be together. Um, I did not picture him, like you said, just straight up like, I don't see this working with Michelle. I was like, oh, damn. Like, she's and your final two, dude. Like, y- how could you not see it working with her?
0: Well, and I kind of wanted when he was dumping her, I kind of wanted more from him as well. Because the way he was talking about it leading up to it, and I'm sure there are edits and cuts and things we don't see. I'm like aren't you feeling this way about everyone involved? Like maybe make it clear to Michelle that just because you're dumping her doesn't mean you're picking Rachel. I feel like that would have helped a lot of the situation, at least for closure in her mind. But he just decided, uh, no, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm just going to break up with you because I can't propose to you in the end. And then, Oh, look, I didn't propose to Rachel either.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know how to think about it. I mean, I I I'll be honest with everybody regardless of the, and I, and you can't say that. And I'm now going to get canceled regardless of the issues that came up about Rachel. I wanted her to win Um, because I could just tell that Matt really liked uh, Michelle, but he loves Rachel. You can tell the clear difference in just how he interacts with, with the two girls. he, uh, so I, I wanted Rachel to win and I had called from I didn't call that she was going to win, but I, I wanted her to be a front runner. And I did see a spoiler on Twitter, maybe f- six weeks in that said, like, this was the final four. And it was accurate. The final four was who it was. And I was like, oh, well, out of those four, I want it to be Michelle and Rachel. And, and it was. And. It, yeah, I, I, I no, know. I'm I, the same. I,
0: I had picked Rachel from day one. I loved her and I thought they had an amazing connection and even knowing what we know now going through it, not that it was hard to watch knowing what we know now, but it was like, you can have all this stuff happening, but there was so much chemistry with them. And it was one of those that I was like, Michelle has no shot, like just the way that they're interacting. And he flat out said he was falling in love with her like three weeks ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it was the thing that yeah you just you you just hit the nail on the head when Michelle told Matt she was falling for him he just kind of smiled and kissed her when Rachel says the same thing he embraces her picks her up twirls her around I was like this is a done deal like
0: it, but yeah it, I feel like there was no question for a very long time which was frustrating to watch again knowing what we know now and but also interesting to see how it played out but it was just like I mean we can hate on Rachel all we want, but even watching after the final rose, you could tell there were a lot of feelings still, and I do believe that their emotions were real towards each other.
1: I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the end of Matt and Rachel, just because uh, maybe he took the road of, I don't know what I want to say because I truly love this girl but there's a lot of people in the country that don't like her right now. So I'm not going to say anything controversial and get me some hate on the, in the internet. I don't know. I think they're smarter than we think they are. Um, Should we, should we talk about the Rachel thing? I mean, I, I, I think that you guys touched on it when it, when the news broke that week, but like,
0: yeah, we can, I mean, we can definitely like, so we're jumping all over the place. So I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, sorry, I, I don't. I don't want to take your show away. From no, you. this, you're this fine. I'll your
0: gladly hop all over the place. I mean, my only comment from the Matt and his brother and his mom, other comment was that um, his brother John is amazing, and I was yes. like, I appreciate all his like going after it questions. Yeah. Uh, did you see on Twitter that somebody posted that he's a rapper, and no, he actually I didn't has like a video somewhere out there. <laughs> So I'm like I need John to be back around because like he was just hitting them with strong stuff and I was here for it.
1: Yeah, leave it to uh, leave it to a man's brother or to uh <laughs> to really ask the hard-hitting questions to the uh to to the contestants. But didn't
0: somebody else's brother do that last time? I feel like we've th- had another
1: I think so. I don't know who but I I, I think you're right.
0: I feel like it was was it Ivan's brother?
1: Yes, so we love yes, Ivan's, brother. Ivan's brother
0: who was like with the face tattoos and stuff.
1: Yep, it was Ivan's yes. brother who everyone was like, this guy sucks like just by looking at him. But then when he started talking, I was like, all right, Ivan's We're brother. Like,
0: He's the best.
1: He's the best.
0: Uh, but yes, yeah, so l- I think they had a great relationship and I was here for the brother John. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, Rachel and the whole controversy. I feel like I was surprised that they actually showed the photo Yeah. On the afterwards. And because I knew I had seen it, like Grant was watching with me and he had not seen it.
1: I hadn't seen the photo.
0: Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, I'm like, I mean, they talked about it and said it was a teachable moment. They didn't want to shy away from it. But I was like, okay, ABC, like if we're going to go this direction and try to fix stuff, proud of you for putting that out there in the world.
1: Yeah. I, I hadn't seen the photo previously. And honestly, I didn't really know much about this. I really have. Been watching my relationship with this bachelor this season. Honestly, just to be completely transparent, I haven't been every single time watching it on the night it airs. I'll watch it either the night after or a couple days after. So I miss most of the Twitter stuff and I haven't been on Twitter a lot lately. Um, I don't know why I just I've just been kind of absent and so I kind of missed this. I just heard faint, um, things here and there somebody would text me and be like did you hear about rachel and i would be like no please inform me and they did and i was like oh um yeah that, that's not a good look being on the first black bachelor season and having that thing but i know there's a lot of okay i'm about to come for a lot of people's throats right now There's a lot of white girls out there that are really pretending to be super hard on Rachel. But I know all of you have gone down to Louisiana and posted these same pictures for your sorority giveaway or your sorority dance event. There's a lot of you white girls that are pretending to be woke when you did the same damn thing. And I uh, and you're just not famous enough to be canceled. So I hope you're going back and archiving those photos because I'll call your ass out if I see that shit on Twitter. Because I know off the top of my head, when I saw the photo and the dresses they were wearing, I was like, oh, so that's what they mean by antebellum. I could name five or five to ten people that I know personally that have done that fucking dress thing. I know who you are. Fuckers. Uh, I'm not laughing at woke. the
0: situation, but I'm laughing at your vendetta that you have now. And I love that you're like, I know names. I know addresses. I know dates. So you're like, I'm going to come for you.
1: Well, that that that's the whole part of cancel culture, dude. Everybody has this chip on their shoulder, and they pretend like, like, oh my god, Rachel wore a a dress that is clearly modeled after something that someone would have worn back in the slavery days. She's a racist. Yeah, do you know I what think, a racist is?
0: <laughs> that's what I feel <laughs> like. Emmanuel did a good job when he was. I I was thought he did. I was worried about him in the beginning because I thought he seemed a little, like, journalistic and no personality, and I thought it was just a little, like, bland. But then when we finally got into, and maybe that's after we just got after the Michelle stuff, but once we got into it with Rachel, I thought he actually asked really good questions. I thought he asked Matt good questions, and just kind of talking about that, kind of like what you said, like, just because, like, it's not, racist but it's racially insensitive Mm -hmm. and kind of that whole bigger picture of things because I think it's really easy for everyone to just automatically go racist
1: yeah like it's this it's the same thing you know it happens all the time when when a new celebrity gets canceled or a new public figure gets canceled they you realize like painting that term racist on somebody and and I'm not, I hope people don't think I'm coming from a place of defending Rachel because yeah, I wouldn't have worn that dress, I wouldn't have done that, but I I think that um,
0: well, I think it's easy. I was not to cut you off, or but no. I think it's kind of like what she said when he, she was asked, "Did you stay awake at night thinking if this photo was going to come back and haunt you and cancel you?" And she's like, "No, not once." Like, no, because... that to me, not that it shows a lack of malicious intent, but it just is a, a blatant ignorance never crossed her mind. She didn't think this was going to be a problem, which is the problem in and of itself. But if she was deliberately thinking about it, don't you think she would have been up all night about it? Don't you think she would have been hiding things? Don't you think she would have done things differently than how it played out?
1: Yeah, I listen um i know i know you people that have done this i i literally could call people out on this podcast and name names that are woke on twitter and are are doing this shit but but i'm not gonna do that it's not my place but to circle back to what you said about uh the host i was also worried not because i didn't think the guy was qualified or anything but um you know it It'd be like if American Idol got someone else besides Ryan Seacrest. It's regardless of Chris's behavior or his comments or whatever, it's weird with with a show that's gone on for 20-something seasons and all of a sudden we're getting a different host for one out for granted for a one-hour special event. And and now the whole next season, we're not gonna get Chris Harrison. I, I know that was dropped over the weekend. I didn't know if you want to. Oh on yeah, that. yeah.
0: Chris Harrison is off for the next season. Well, and now I'm assuming maybe for both, both Bachelorette seasons because it seems like they're going to film them fairly close together or maybe even concurrently but just not air them at the same time. Sure. Because spoiler, Michelle and Katie are both Bachelorettes and they each get their own season. One airs this summer and one airs this fall.
1: I think they could do Well, first I'll wrap up my thought about the host. I think he did awesome. Um I would be okay if they almost Maybe this is jumping the gun too much, but I'd be okay if they announced him as, like, an interim replacement to Chris Harrison, like, on the show.
0: Yeah, or I was going to say, even, so then the new hosts are Taysha and Caitlin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I love Caitlyn. I feel like Taysha as a host, I'm not thrilled about, just not because confident. I feel like she doesn't have any not that Caitlyn has any background but she's been around and she's been on a lot of shows and she's on dance with the stars and she i assume tasha has a podcast but she has a podcast and she has all these other things and tasha to me is just kind of been like a back burner bachelor person and just hasn't been out there as much so that's my only not that i don't love her but i'm more excited about Caitlyn than i am about tasha
1: well just to flip-flop i i'm more excited about tasha but that's only because I have more experience in my, in terms of my bachelor, bachelorette, like viewing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know much about Caitlin, except for like the recaps we've gotten and like the few times she starred. So I'm more personally excited to see Taisha. And again, I just think Tasha is drop dead gorgeous. So I can't wait to see her on screen again.
0: That's true. Very so,
1: selfishly. <laughs> selfishly I can't wait to see her again how I does think it th-
0: always come back to tits for Tasha <laughs> <laughs> every time
1: <laughs> but, but but to give the host credit I liked him but um damn what what did you jump to before I oh the bachelorettes
0: um, bachelorettes yes so oh what I was gonna say so we have Tasha and Caitlin and yeah I think Emmanuel did a great job and maybe it's something too where because he is not part of bachelor franchise. And we already have Caitlin and Tasha. If he just wants to host after the final rose or women tell all I'm cool with that.
1: Yeah, totally. And I don't, it raises the question about Chris Harrison, whether like, is he cancelable? There's, there was this conversation on Twitter a few months ago about, achieving a certain level of fame and not being able to be canceled like i think twitter has gone after joe rogan time and time again for things he's said but it doesn't work because he's joe rogan like do or you even think
0: like uh dave what's his name barstool
1: yeah dave like, portnoy he yeah, will never yeah. be canceled because he can't because he also rejects it if he got canceled he would be like fuck you i'm not canceled right but is Chris Harrison on that level of non-cancelable?
0: I feel like my initial reaction, uh, I feel like I want to say no. Even though he's definitely not as famous, influential no. as anyone we've just named. Correct. But, I've talked about this numerous times with people I work with. Like, I don't watch the show for the host, and as much as it's probably an unpopular thing to say out loud. And again, please don't come for me. What Chris Harrison believes politically otherwise does not affect the relationships that are on the show. Right. The episodes that we've seen, except for this most recent one, he said two words. He's there to throw out date cards. He hands out like he announces there's no cocktail party. <laughs> the man we don't know anything about Chris Harrison in real life. Like True. And- it, it, on TV we see nothing.
1: And and to that point, the argument could be made that anyone could do the damn job, but Chris Harrison just does add an extra level of like almost comic relief sometimes. Like like he rolls in, like was it, whose season was it where he just was like, I think it was Pete's season where like he would just like roll up on a bike every once in a while and be like, hey, I'm here. Or maybe it was Tasha's.
0: Yeah, I think it was Tasha's like they had that little bit or one episode he kept interrupting the date like three yeah. different times.
1: Like, like I like Chris Harrison. If he's truly a shitty person, then maybe he does need to take a step back and reevaluate, especially because he's the face of one of the biggest entertainment TV franchises ever. But I, I am open to seeing how Tasha and Caitlin do. I mean, I, don't, I doubt they will have them being a recurring thing if anything they'll mix match it and just change hosts they'll pull an american idol when it when american idol was like starting to go down the shitter and they just like changed up the hosts every season
0: well then i kind of think of the whole thing too okay so chris harrison's gonna take a step back he's also said that he would is not gone he's gonna come back at some point yeah but then you get full circle at it- who decides when he's quote unquote ready and put in enough work and changed enough about himself or in what he's doing that people will be okay with him coming back.
1: I'll be completely honest with you, Laura. I I truly think that Chris Harrison's break is staged. I don't think he did that because he wanted to I think ABC slash Disney was like listen you made a comment but we love you so take a leave of absence come back when it's okay or, or come back when you've reflected maybe he is reflecting I don't know but it seems fake to me it I, I don't think he's really gone I, I
0: that's I yeah I struggle with it because I feel like but then there were the rumors that he was leaving anyway. So it True. feels not convenient, which is to make light of a bad situation, but it feels convenient to a point that he's thinking about taking a break and then we have this happen and now he's out for the next year, basically, because they're mm-hmm. going to film at least two more seasons. So maybe it's just his way of taking a step back. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't want the controversy. So, of course, it's not really what I mean, but...
1: Yeah, who does? The, t- right? the
0: timing the timing is weird.
1: It is. It is a little too uh, coincidental for. Uh, there you
0: go. Coincidental, not convenient.
1: For, <laughs> yes, for him to well, convenience works too, I think for him to just just mysteriously say I want to take a vacation after 25 years or Disney's making me take a vacation after 25 years may may you know it regardless of the situation I am going to miss him, but like you said, as well, they could train a toddler to do it.
0: Yeah, and he's like the goofy dad, but I think the only reason we've gotten to that point is because he's he's been on the goddamn show for 25 years. Exactly. You go back to season four, we don't give a fuck about who the host is. Like,
1: No. Same thing with, I brought up American Idol. No one gives a rat's ass about Ryan Seacrest until he's gone, and you're like, where the hell's Ryan Seacrest? Right. (laughs) And that's how it's going to be with Chris Harrison. But... If he truly is self-reflecting and trying to be a better person, I wish him well. I mean, I I hope the best for him.
0: I hope he's doing the things that he needs to do, but then it turns into a whole thing, too, that with his whole Rachel Lindsay thing of whether or not she is accepting his apologies and what is going to be good enough for Rachel Lindsay when he's putting in whatever work, how is he going to prove himself to her kind of thing? Which is a whole other topic, but...
1: I, uh... I had a really good point and I forgot it and it really sucks, but, um,
0: (laughs) yeah, I just, you know,
1: I, I people, Oh, I remember people are going to think that I'm defending Chris and Rachel. Uh, but, and, and I'm not, I, I just, you know, I, if, if, if there really are reflecting and, you know, for all we know, Matt was told to break up with her or they're fake breaking up with each other because of the internet hate, you know, we never truly know. It's like OJ. We're never going to know the truth. (laughs) (laughs) If he truly didn't do it, we will never fucking know. (laughs)
0: Uh, I love pulling
1: the OJ card because it makes people wildly uncomfortable.
0: Love it. What is it? If the glove fits, don't like, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Whatever. (laughs) I often will Uh, bring up that point about how, like, if OJ didn't do it there's only one person on planet earth that knows and that's oj right (laughs) so like we can fight back and forth and there's going to be debate about it for until the end of time probably but if he is innocent or if he really did do it there's only one person that knows and the same situation here there's only a handful of people that know if chris harrison is truly meaningful behind his uh behind his comments and my head is really starting to hurt, so maybe that's my brain telling me to shut up. So, Laura, continue.
0: Well, I was going to say, kind of along those same lines of not knowing and everything being all over the place, and I think on After the Final Rose, we got a good taste of it, too. Everything is not black and white. Not to, It's so many shades of gray on, you know, you can't... Saying something is racially insensitive automatically doesn't make someone a racist. It's more than black and white, which I think is what... Not that we've been taught that way, but I feel like we're not, again, not to throw like the media into this, but like it is so much portrayed that way. And it was a good example. I think he did, like I said, he did a good job of asking questions that were deeper than just like shaming Rachel or saying to Matt, good job for dumping her.
1: And I was wondering what angle the guy was going to go from, but I think he knew going into it, and the producers probably knew, like, listen, you're a black dude that's going to be asking a white girl how she feels about racially insensitive actions she took a few years ago. You're going to have to be careful or else it's just going to come off like like you're interrogating her. And and I think his, per, like you said at the beginning, I was kind of worried about his personality, but once he kind of dove into it, I was like, okay, so this guy is asking questions. And I really liked that You know, during his last couple questions that he asked Matt, like, he was really silent. He just, like, let him sit there in silence. And I, like, sat there to myself. And, you, you know, us as podcasters, we don't try to let there be more than just a few seconds of silence at one time. So the fact that there was, like, 25 seconds of just nothing, I was like, wow, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, it really, yeah. truly must mean that much to Matt.
0: Yeah, I think that was kind of maybe not my overall takeaway, but it just... It felt awkward for a reason and it was uncomfortable for everyone but that was the point. And it was something too that obviously a lot of people needed to see that, you know, it wasn't just that people are complaining about some photos from 2018. It was no, here's all the things and here's why but again she may have done XYZ but Matt still had real feelings for her and he basically said at the end there too you know, you can't stop caring about someone automatically like that mm-hmm. and you know i don't i think i don't know that he left it open for their relationship but he you know said he had to take a step back but basically that he still i mean it was hard for him you could tell it was emotionally hard for him especially during the silence he wanted to say things i thought he was gonna legit cry
1: i thought so too I think that's. I think he wanted to, but honestly, if if this season has taught me anything about Matt, it's that whenever he really, really wants to cry, he just <laughs> just does that number. Sorry for headphone did
0: users. You, no, did you notice? Well, the sound throughout the entire after the final rose, like it got worse when Matt oh, and yeah. Rachel
1: were on there. I was like, what are we doing here? I was wondering. I was like, can someone fix Rachel's mic?
0: Well, and then when they hugged. Right before he gave her the final rose, did you hear that like mouth breathing mic moment? Like he was just all up on her, and it was just like a yeah, like a. So I was like, get off of her! Like, <laughs> <laughs> take her away from this mulch mud looking path, and stop breathing <laughs> into her mic. <laughs>
1: um, what else? What else um, was talked about? I I think they. I think they did a good job navigating the difficult conversation. I mean, he warned the viewers up front. It's going to be difficult. Truly, mainly just because of the Rachel stuff. And, and I think they handled it in such a good way because they could have done what I said that I was fearful of Emmanuel. That's his name, right? Emmanuel. Yes. Yep. Just like hammering Rachel with questions. And then Matt hammering Rachel with questions. Like, I feel like it could have come off really brutal, brutal.
0: And yeah effective. and
1: but they they did it in a pretty well way, in a pretty good way and i i applaud them for the execution on it and, I and yeah think,
0: like michelle at the beginning too like i said he was still kind of getting his footing as a host i think at that point but even when he was asking michelle how she felt about the rachel news coming out michelle said i think she has a good heart and i don't think this was ill-intended and again not to soapbox it again but it's just everything related to this is so shades of gray and a lot of feelings involved that can cover every aspect from being upset to you know she's still a good person and there were real feelings and they were in love
1: yeah i i could tell that michelle was really hurt like she was pretty fucking into Matt
0: that's what I was gonna say I did not appreciate when she got dumped and then apparently wanted to go talk to Matt and he was like no thank you I was like excuse me like you're not gonna let this girl get closure he just didn't want to talk to her
1: yeah that's kind of rough um I think he he, he probably should have just I mean we can't we have no right to say it. you should have just chose Michelle.
0: <laughs> but really Matt. No.
1: Because he be, he would be with her and then we'd and have just there. what the world wants is two white chicks being the bachelorettes.
0: Right. <laughs> and they could be off wearing their matching what like world changing warrior jerseys together uh, teaching oh. kids.
1: <laughs> dude, that was the worst part about him dumping her, dude. Like cuz we all knew it was coming.
0: Uh, and she's
1: like i have a gift for you and then it's a gift for me it's a matching jersey we're gonna conquer the world together i was like oh my god dude she's gonna get axed
0: brutal well i yeah and then she had told that phrase to his mom i love that he's a world changer and i'm like oh my goodness like
1: yeah she's done so yeah it's like I just felt the Michelle. It's like in your favorite TV show when the, y- they use an underused character a lot and you're like, "Oh, they're about to die." <laughs> they're 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 gone.
0: You just know it's coming. And <laughs> you,
1: you sure do. You sure do know it's coming, but
0: Yeah, now she just has those trash jerseys that she has to throw away, burn. She can save it for when this season so she can pull a Claire and burn her dress on national TV, but it's a Jersey from Matt James's season.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I feel like I've talked a lot. Damn. <laughs> you,
0: you had to get it out. You haven't talked this whole season. Now <laughs> I haven't.
1: I, I really, I really hope people don't think I'm coming to, to defend Rachel and Chris. I just, I think that you have to look at it from all the perspectives and again, ladies, at least one of you listening has done this before. I know you have. So uh, please come at me and tell me you have it. And I'll find you or one of your close friends that attended a sorority antebellum, old South themed fucking get together in Louisiana, because I know that it happens. So, I mean, and, fuck yes. all of y'all. <laughs> It's it's we all know somebody that's done this, right? I mean,
0: even Rachel, when she was on the couch is like people were messaging me saying this is normal in my town where I'm from. This is normal. Still, whatever. Peep.
1: I just know one girl in particular that's on the top of my head that is so (laughs) hypocritical in this because I literally bumped into her like in downtown. This means nothing to you, but in like Buckhead, (laughs) uh, downtown atlanta in that kind of dress with her fucking uh, sorority uh, what do you call it group uh posse (laughs) yeah sisters posse sorority whatever uh and they're all wearing those dresses and of course at the time i was like they just look like they are about to go uh, fetch a pail of water or something <laughs> but uh or fetch some feed from the local store. <laughs> but go
0: into a hoedown.
1: <laughs> pe- pe- exactly. People are hypocritical about it. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, moving on. Bachelorettes, plural.
0: Bachelorettes. Um. Yeah. I mean, I wanted Michelle. I I loved Michelle from the beginning. I knew she was not going to be the one. I knew she was going to get her little teacher heart broken in half. And. I liked Katie up until, well, okay, I liked her with the dildo thing at the beginning. Then I thought it was annoying right away. And then I came back around again and I was like, okay, she knows what's up. She's the most mature girl in this house, but she got friend zone so hard. So my worry with Katie is that she does not put off enough, like, sexy romance vibes. Mm -hmm. And she's going to shove herself in the friend zone a lot
1: i'll be completely frank with you um i think i'm the opposite i think michelle's too mellow and i can't see her carrying her own season however i am all in on dildo girl becoming <laughs> a fucking bachelor i said it from the beginning i was so hype when dildo girl she changed and she was then like the gatekeeper of the house and she was basically the voice of reason dude
0: i'm sorry i just picture her like gatekeeper i don't know i'm picturing her like as like her dildo is like her wizard staff like you <laughs> shall not pass and <laughs> i know that's not what you're saying but it's all no, I can think but
1: of. <laughs> but but that's a great image so thank you for that <laughs> oh. uh, ricky ricky prosper if you're listening to this please make that artwork i really want that um <laughs> <laughs> she I'm I'm hyped that Katie. I, I saw a spoiler on Twitter that day that I saw the final four. I saw that in that tweet from reality Steve uh that um Katie was gonna be the next bachelorette. i didn't say anything about Michelle, but it said Katie, and I was like, you know what? I'm here for it, but that is an interesting choice.
0: See, and I had seen that she was supposed to be I saw the spoiler that she was supposed to be Bachelorette, and then I saw the just kidding, we got it wrong. And then I heard again maybe last week that they thought it was going to be Katie again. So I was like, I honestly don't know what's happening. I was like, I'm happy if it's Katie. I just don't want her to get too buddy pal zoned.
1: And that's the thing. I think I find as a as a straight dude, I I f- I find Katie hmm. I find Katie really attractive, but I also don't find her sexy, whereas Tasha is sexy to me. Yes. But um, I, don't,
0: like, I don't think Michelle gives off hugely sexy vibes. And maybe she gives it's off teacher vibes. I was going to say, maybe it's the teacher thing. She just is like a wholesome, nice teacher Catherine, who would never swing, swing a dildo around. Yeah, Catherine, you are sexy. you know you're lots sexy. of sexy teachers. Se- but teachers
1: aren't sexy. I- I'm just going to get attacked teachers, by all the groups.
0: Right? <laughs> you're like, teachers sororities are, are, out, are out. Teachers are
1: out. Teachers are going to come after me, too. <laughs> no. um, I Yeah, I just don't get. I do see the strong woman in Michelle that isn't going to take bullshit. Kind of like Matt didn't put up with drama. I don't think Michelle's going to put up with it either. I can see Katie entertaining drama a little longer. Even though she became the person who stomped on the drama, I can see her entertaining it more.
0: Yes, I feel like she might get a little, and maybe because she has been friend-zoned so much, she might be a little blind to it because she's getting all the romantic attention for the first time in her life. And so she might see, this guy's super hot and great and fantastic to me. Everyone else thinks he's being an asshole, but he likes me.
1: Kind of one of those. I'm very intrigued because um, I do like Katie a lot, but honestly, if I'm picking one of the seasons to watch, I almost wish they were the same season. I think it would be a really cool dynamic if there was two girls, although it would suck if all the dudes flocked towards one of the girls and the other girl was just like...
0: Um, y- before your time of Bachelor, I believe Ooh. this is when Caitlin was the Bachelorette. So they started out with two girls on night one and then they made the dudes vote and then they <laughs> so that's how Caitlin became bachelorette. It was Caitlin and Britt.
1: Oh my god. And yeah. God.
0: So all these dudes came and then night one, they basically got a like survivor style kick someone off the island and then they Jesus. Yeah. So they don't do that anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did that did that ever occur after? No. Okay. So <laughs> yeah i'm I'm intrigued i'm almost hoping do you think this is jumping ahead too but they said stay tuned till summer i assume that's going to give us the new season in maybe may or j- early june maybe
0: what's, what's or- now march yeah because i think there's uh, what i had heard originally is that they probably have another couple weeks until they start filming but they've also i think started quarantining people for bachelor in paradise so oh. i'm wondering where that will fall
1: well, you know damn well, I don't know why this shot's at the top of my head when I heard Bachelor in Paradise, but you know damn well we're going to see Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, the, I assume we're going to get Katie May, June, July, and we're going to get Michelle August, September, October with maybe Paradise at the new year. What about the bachelor?
0: See, so that's the thing. Usually bachelor airs in January and usually paradise is like midsummer like August. So I'm confused if they're going to try to do like Katie like you said in May and then she's done and then we automatically go to paradise and then we don't get bachelorette and again Michelle until like October. Is and then we just plow through the new year like we did this time and we get bachelor again in January?
1: I've never seen an episode of Paradise. Is it a full-blown 12-episode season like a normal season? Or is it maybe a shortened six or seven episodes like Listen to Your Heart was?
0: I believe... I'm about 99... I think I've only seen two seasons of Paradise, if that. I th- I'm i 90% sure they're shorter. Okay. I think it's like an eight-week okay. little baby guy.
1: Okay. Well, then... Then I could see it happening and maybe taking the month of April off, doing it in May, doing Paradise in like July, and then having Michelle in September, and then maybe The Bachelor in January.
0: Yeah. If they're trying to get back on track, they kind of need to condense some things together.
1: Well, that's part of it too. Like, do you think that they're going to, with, you know, things are starting to become less uncertain? (laughs) Uh, shouts to Catherine getting her vaccination on Friday. Her first, whoop of, whoop. her first round of vaccinations. Um, I also just realized the other day that I talk about Catherine way too much on these pods.
0: That's fine. Uh, it's just because you love her. I mean, this is a love podcast, so we welcome it.
1: <laughs> that's that's one way to put it. Um, but do you think they'll start doing cooler things on dates or do you think they'll have to stop quarantining people? I mean, I assume ABC just because of their, them being owned by Disney, they're going to play it safe for a couple more seasons until they are like, yeah, willy nilly. Everyone can just do whatever they want again.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe we get one more, like probably Katie's will maybe be on the level of Matt's again. Mm hmm. But I would say, well, in Paradise, I mean, that's always in one location. So I feel like Katie is still going to be a slightly COVID-related bubble. But my hope would be that if she's not airing until the fall, in my mind, that's like a late summer thing. And maybe things should be back to more regular stuff and we can go places and do things and
1: not get shamed
0: yeah do different stuff
1: i cannot wear a mask at the grocery store and not have people (laughs) look at me like i'm a psychopath
0: (laughs) i mean that's probably because you're just coughing on them right like they're like excuse me sir
1: (laughs) yeah i just i'm like i'm the guy that doesn't wear the mask at the store and then walks by people and it's just like
0: and then you're licking things and (laughs) We all no, know one. I don't, want, <laughs> I don't want
1: the mask community coming after me, too. I do wear a mask everywhere I go in public. I, I will We're say just that.
0: checking them down the list. Or like, who else would we like to be upset about? What other
1: group of people can I uh, upset tonight?
0: You know who I would like to upset tonight? And I would like to upset them every time we talk about bachelor engagements. People who like halo engagement rings. They are garbage, and I hate them.
1: Halo do engagement you know what rings? a halo is <laughs> i'm about to look it up i know what a halo is like the video game right no i'm just <laughs> so
0: <laughs> halo... halo yeah like... a ring of diamonds around the main diamond
1: halo engagement rings oh i see wait i don't get it so you have the ring and mm-hmm. then there's the diamond and then the halo goes around it's a diamonds around the real diamond correct That just sounds more expensive.
0: (laughs) Uh, Probably, but I think they're trashy and tacky, and I hate them. And they were popular like in probably the early 2000s, and somehow they're still around. And the pair ring that Matt picked out to not propose with had a halo (laughs) around it. And I was like, Matt? I mean, Neil Lane, most of those had halos, so shame on you. But also, I was like, Matt James, we are better than this. If you're going to go 360 degrees and be an asshole and surprise propose to Rachel, get that halo out of here.
1: Well, maybe uh, I'm also just I should not have Googled engagement rings because now my ads <laughs> Catherine, on look away.
0: No.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, what's funny is her her preferred shape is the pear teardrop t- kind of shape. Gorgeous. And when I Love heard it. them talk about that on the show, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should buckle up and pay attention and stop playing Clash of Clans. Um, (laughs) But um, now I'm looking at prices and...
0: uh, You're like, never mind.
1: Never mind. Catherine, (laughs) you might have to settle for some uh, shit. I'm just kidding. (laughs)
0: I'm
1: just kidding, Boo-Boo.
0: There are options. We can talk later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no,
0: that's all. I just... I mean, Neil Lane had to make that money tonight and spend 15 minutes... On our screen.
1: I love how he came to Matt even after Matt was like, I don't think I can do this. And he was like, well, I still have to get my screen time, and my paycheck. So <laughs> can we just like fuck around for 15 minutes and you pick a random one out of the box, even though we know you're not going to propose.
0: I love it. He also was like, this ring represents your heart. And it's like, well, he doesn't know what his heart is thinking, Neil. He has no idea what to do with this information.
1: Neil, get the hell out of here, dude. <laughs> neil it, it, neil has the neil is maybe the most ryan seacrest guy on this show like we could put i don't know why uh fucking billy eilish is the first person that came to mind but we can make Billie eilish be the ring girl and <laughs> and and it would be okay like anyone can do that job
0: yeah again anyone could be chris harrison anyone could be neil lane it's, it's just not important who hosts or dishes out engagement rings that no one ever ends up keeping that cost too much money.
1: How do you apply for the ring guy job at, at The Bachelor? That'd be such a sick gig to come in once a season for 15 minutes. And he probably collects a couple thousand dollars, probably tens of thousands of dollars.
0: Well, and if you think about, I mean, how much advertising in general, like he gets oh, yeah. from just this. And oh, yeah. of course, oh, yeah. all the, he's designed all the jewelry himself, so he can just promote out the ass
1: oh yeah that that's that's incredible
0: they're like we cannot fund this show without neil lane coming on and showing off five different rings that he has made
1: so i i guess uh i i I don't know how you how you end these things but like are are we gonna rate this season like out of five like uh, like what what did we do at the end of taisha and zach well, I don't think we rated it out of five, did we?
0: I don't feel like we rated it either
1: we well what would you it, give this, what would you give this out of five? <sighs> I think I'm going three almost three and a half because I did enjoy Matt like he's a good guy I think he just had a, a a shitty first half of the season because of the producers keeping Victoria around for as long as they did
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. um because that that girl should have been gone night one.
0: Oh, yeah, there was no way. And then, I mean, we could talk about Victoria for days, and we already have, not and, going backwards. Anyway, and, uh, and all of
1: the other drama filled shit that he had to put up with. Like, I feel like he's a good guy at heart.
0: Here's my issue this season, last season, the, at least the main two. And we've said it numerous times, but we didn't get to know Matt at all. We didn't get to know Tasha at all. We focused so much on the drama, we didn't even get to know the girls on this season we don't know why Matt was in love with them. Really? Like, again, I love the drama, but there's a point when I'm like, okay, sell me on this love story. Sell me why I should care about these people. Because it got to the point when I was like, I feel like he's going to pick Rachel and I'm just ready for the season to like tick tock move along.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I enjoy myself for the most part. There was a lot of slow points in the end of the season, but, um, and obviously the controversy with Rachel. I, 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 I want to second what you said earlier. I really, truly hope the next, at least between Katie and, and Michelle, we see one of the two of those ladies, hopefully both, walk away with something nice.
0: Yes. Agreed. Um, but I guess my rating, I feel like I'm probably also a 3.5. I, I feel like at the beginning of the season, I would have given it a 4. Yeah. Because I really liked the girls. I really liked Matt but then it just strayed too far from the light of what we're trying to do here. And I'm ready for a boring bachelor season, I guess. I guess. And I'm, re- I'm ready. Yeah. To care about love again and watch these dumb girls get their hopes up and all actually be in love with him for the right reasons.
1: Do you think bachelor is going to be somebody from Katie's season with that time frame in mind that we just talked about? Or maybe Put- someone they pull out of paradise I don't know
0: I feel like I'm trying to think if they tried to do that once I thought oh they did they tried to have Mike um, they had him go on paradise and then he did not do great and then he didn't stay very long from what I'm remembering because I think that was their test to see if he could be bachelor yeah and it didn't go great and then it didn't work out so I feel like they're not going to try to do that but honestly, again, depending on how good the guys are, I feel like they should, somebody could come from Katie's season easily because I still feel like that's somebody new enough to the franchise that it's not just us digging back for like someone from four seasons ago, like an Ari or anything like that to bring back up or yeah. a from two times ago.
1: I also wouldn't be upset with Ivan.
0: Yeah, I loved Ivan. I think he would be a good pick but he said he said that he won't even do paradise if chris harrison is still hosting oh really yes so he's like publicly said he wouldn't do it so i think pending but assuming that caitlin and taisha are actually going to host paradise as well then maybe
1: i'm excited for a paradise i i I have i know i really truly know nothing about paradise so i'm i'm here for it
0: yeah i guess i think i've only watched one or two seasons which Most of my friends that don't really care about Bachelor, they're like, well, Paradise is better because it's just more people involved, more drama, more dates. You don't just follow the same people over and over again. The one dude, I should say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: Well, I guess. Anything else? Any other final thoughts?
1: (sighs) No, I just uh, I I think Matt got a lot of hate on Twitter and for being sometimes boring, but in terms of being like an authentic and real guy with like good intentions, I think maybe he just duped me, but I, I think he comes off as a good guy and I hope the best for him going forward.
0: I do as well. Although one thing I almost forgot that I did appreciate Michelle roasting him on after the final Uh when She was like, please shut your eyes. Please find a new catchphrase.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they they needed to acknowledge the eyes open thing. That that's just even when he was kissing Rachel at the end, his eyes were open, and I was like, God damn, dude!
0: And I'm still blown away that no one had ever told him about this ever. <laughs> it makes no sense to me, but anyway. But with anyway, that, I think that's it. I think we covered it. I mean, so we did all the things.
1: So do you want to tell the people like what your plan is? Like until the summer is wh- sure. what's, what's your plan, Laura?
0: Well, you know, I think the gist of the plan is uh, y'all get a break for my voice every week. I think two back-to-back seasons has been kind of a lot with, especially how lengthy and messy these seasons are. So like I need a break personally. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So we're going to take a little pause on stuff yeah and then once we know you know some actual set dates we're going to kind of go from there
1: absolutely when maybe if there's a week that we get some some stuff we could come in and talk for like 15 minutes and just update people on news if they hadn't heard it or or if they drop a new season of like i've heard rumors about like too hot to handle or oh. love is blind coming back okay, this I summer i, I both think both those I'd be down if you were to to come in and maybe do a special and and review one or two of those. It it just depends on what we get.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that was, I mean, that was a thought I had told you, Logan. I was like, I thought about doing some like supplemental stuff, but I don't know if there's enough out there right now, like dating show wise that
1: not right now.
0: No, I mean there's a couple lifetime fun things I watch, but they're giant seasons and it would be too much information and no one would give a shit. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, then I guess, yeah. Well, I, uh, I want to thank you personally uh, for taking this on under your belt and running with it and having fun with all the different hosts and stuff you had. It was, it was good fun listening to you and uh, thanks for having me on the finale. It was, it was yes. a lot of fun to talk. Bat- it felt kind of good to talk Bachelor after it had mm-hmm. been so long.
0: Yes. I'm glad you could come. And yeah, thanks to all the guests. I know, I mean, I had a great time with everyone and several people have said they would gladly come back and they want to be, I have a couple of people that did not make the list this time that I tried to get convinced to do it. And they're like, well, next time I would definitely do it. So come we on, have plenty Ed. of people. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, who never read my message, I don't think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ed, come ass. back. We want you, Ed. <laughs>
0: I mean, Ed, you're not an ass if you're listening and you actually want to participate, but
1: <laughs> Ed, what else are you doing right now?
0: Right? You have nothing. <laughs> He's probably at Paradise, you know, sucking base oh, yeah. And we're gonna see friends.
1: Ed and Chasen. Oh, yeah. We're gonna see Tasha's <laughs> season own paradise.
0: Cannot wait. Exactly. Uh well, yeah, with that, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for supporting us. Follow along on Instagram, binging back. I don't know if we're going to do a lot between now and the, the little break, but we'll see what happens. As always, rate, review, subscribe, all the things. And we will see you when we see ya. Bye.
1: Bye.